0: Angie
1: and Janelle Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100.
2: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle.
1: Good morning. Good morning,
2: Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is a free app in the, the app store, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. By the way, do you know that somebody in Ottawa could have $500,000 in their hands right now and not know it?
0: That's the thing. That's what they're telling us. There is only two weeks left to claim that half a mil, or it's gone forever. How does this happen?
1: I don't understand.
0: <laughs> so, it was a winning ticket, uh, unclaimed, that was purchased last year uh, in June. And it's a Max Millions prize. So, basically, the $1 million Max right. Million but someone else won it as well so it's a split ticket so you are to share that half a mil with someone if you have this darn ticket that no one has claimed
1: yet go through your glove box dig through your couch all of your coat pockets like where's the first place you start looking for a lottery ticket my wallet where
0: all things go to die. <laughs> it is so full of receipts and cards and paper and gift cards and things that I like yeah. you know, you never sort of use but
2: I, I buy lottery tickets and I check them on the app where I scan them. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I did it wrong, but who knows? I mean, they
0: they even know the winning numbers. Like, they've put them out there, and it's just, uh, like, two weeks left. Or that's, like, can you imagine you find that ticket two weeks in a day from now?
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, it'd be so bad.
0: Uh, And we know it's here in Ottawa. Like, it's not Ontario. It's Ottawa. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, so if you're listening right now, check your lottery tickets, and if you've won, you owe us uh, a finder's fee. (laughs)
0: Because we told you. Finders Keepers. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stew. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move One Hundred. All right,
2: everybody, gather around for another another, another mind blowing useless fact. This this blew my mind. The human brain, it, the storage. Capa- eight
0: counts. <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> the storage capacity of the human brain it exceeds four terabytes. Now, just to put this into perspective, if you're going to get a hard drive for your your computer, you can actually buy a four terabyte for about a hundred bucks, and the human brain exceeds that. And four terabytes is a lot; it's, it's, it's a hell of a lot, right?
1: Yeah, because so, well, I believe it's like a hundred, or like it's either a hundred gigs or a thousand gigs in, in a single terabyte.
2: Wow. I think it's a thousand gigs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This blew my mind. This does not, this not blow your mind?
1: I mean, not really with the amount of song lyrics I got jumbled up in my head. I mean, I'm a damn iPod over here.
0: <laughs> but the thing is the random things that we hold on to, right? like song yeah. lyrics, but we forget the important stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, I still remember my home phone number in my house where I grew up, but I can't remember my kid's birthday.
0: Yeah, I can remember my phone number at my of my house growing up as well, and I don't know my kid's phone numbers now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Like, off by heart. They're in my phone, but you know what I mean? Like, just if you had to ask me right now, it's sad.
1: I know a friend of mine's phone number from grade school, and I know no one else's phone number. (laughs) I know her house. Like, I know my old home phone number, too. Mm. Couldn't tell you a single person's phone number. Wow. Yeah.
2: All right. uh, We're wasting time. I need a score, please.
1: (laughs) Stalling. What are you going to give it, Janelle? Um, I think I'll give you a seven this morning.
2: Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Angie?
1: Yeah, I'll give you a seven as well.
2: All right, to this uh, text machine we go. Useless as right, Stu. You can do better than that. Uh, came out years ago. Uh, give you a five from Maverick Tom. Is Maverick Tom in the Hall of Fame? Because he's out.
0: <laughs> I don't think so.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, not mind-blowing, Stu, from Connie the Wound Care Nurse, who is giving you a
1: four. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have... Uh, yet many people don't use any of their brain <laughs> you, think, you, know, you think we got all that memory up there and there's a lot of people who aren't using it uh, an eight from cranky craig this morning mm-hmm.
2: uh, a super tired teacher says i need more information like how big would a computer have to be to equal the capacity of the human brain she gives me a six mm-hmm. uh, i'm not Rally here to question. give you mo- i'm not here to give you more information i'm just here to give you the little nugget that you can take on the rest of your day
0: Hall of Famers, Ghost Rider, and Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. Uh, I must have a bug in my brain because I can't remember half of what I did yesterday.
2: (laughs) Same, (laughs) but
1: still giving you a ten. I believe this is a new texter, Turtley Shannon.
2: Yes, from the Um, Turtle
1: Club. So we have. So we're really smart, and I know every phone number from my childhood. Every phone number, she says, random, useless info stored. Mm Ten this morning.
2: All right, so I'll take that. Thank you, Turtley. What would she call herself? Turtley Shannon. Thank you, Turtley Shannon. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100. I
1: want you to know.
0: what's trending. Here she is now, Ellen DeGeneres. That will be heard for the final time today. Today is the big last final episode of the Ellen DeGeneres show ever. And you just heard Pink doing that intro song. She will be there to perform on the show today along with Billie Eilish. And in a perfect example of television symmetry, Jennifer Aniston, who was the very first guest on the very first episode of that show ever, will be back to close it out for the final episode of that show ever. Wow.
1: This, seems, this for farewell thing has been going on forever, though. <laughs>
0: it has. Well, I mean, there's a lot of talk about it. I mean, 3,000 yeah. episodes she taped yeah. of that show. I mean, it had its heyday, for sure. It did, mm-hmm. definitely. And it is, yeah, it is time to walk away. She said, uh, everyone's asking her, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Because she doesn't sit still for long. She's not good at that, she says. But she's taking the advice of Oprah. Who told her just sit and reflect for at least a year before you do anything else, before you jump into another big project? Mm -hmm. Although Ellen says that she has been offered like dream gigs, and it's been hard for her to like think about walking away from them. She's been asked a couple of like asking a couple of them to postpone for a bit, but like Netflix shows, Vegas residencies for comedy, like oh, wow. yeah, she's been offered a lot, but she's going to try to not do anything for a year. I mean, in a couple of weeks, she's traveling to Rwanda to uh, open this 12-acre campus focused on saving the wild mountain gorillas. So she's not doing nothing, <laughs> <laughs> but she won't be doing TV. But
2: there was a time where Oprah had, had, had was coming to the end of her show, and then Ellen basically picked up the rod and, and carried that torch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. interesting to see uh, how daytime TV goes now. I mean, Kelly Clarkson, I guess, is pretty much doing that now. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about the fact that Top Gun had such an impressive debut at the Cannes Film Festival. Remember that five-minute standing ovation that Tom Cruise in mm-hmm. the movie yeah. got? Well, Tom Hanks and Austin Butler are saying, hold my beer, Tom, because that incredible feat was just blown away big time by another movie, the new Elvis movie, received... Oh. A 12 minute long standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. (sighs) Think about that for a second. 12 minutes standing there clapping. That's an eternity. It is an eternity. So this film is directed by Baz Luhrmann. It is based on the life of Elvis, his rise to fame in the 50s, and his relationship with his manager at the time, Colonel Tom Parker, that Tom Hanks plays. Austin Butler plays Elvis, and apparently he is phenomenal. Priscilla Presley was on hand as well. She flew to Cannes for the premiere of the movie and was there hugging Austin or whatever. But yeah, the longest standing ovation at this film festival.
1: Yeah, so. last time I was at Landmark where I saw the preview for it and I was like, oh, we're coming back for that. It yeah. looks yeah. really good. Yeah, it'll
0: be really good.
2: Do you want to hear and- do you want to hear an Elvis impression?
1: <laughs> okay, sure.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
1: I wasn't yeah, that,
2: ready. Was me. <laughs> Keep working
0: on it.
1: Stefan, Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's move 100. We've all been through a lot in the last week, but the silver lining, as we have said, is that we've all realized how great our neighbors are, our friends who have come to help, to chop down trees, complete strangers even who have been offering up their help to. You know, do the the cleanup. And so it's been nice to s- to see that we have great neighbors. But we all know that that's not always the case. Nope. No.
2: <laughs> nope.
0: So we're going the other route today. <laughs> we're asking you to tell us about the type of people you maybe don't want to live beside. <laughs> and, you know, it might give us some tips on how not to behave.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I would have to say that I've I've been lucky enough that I've had pretty well good neighbors everywhere I've moved and I've moved a lot. But I do believe that because I'm living in an apartment's kind of situation, you don't really have a lot of those interactions with the neighbors and it doesn't matter as much. I mean, there's no backyard that like they might be pestering you in. But growing up, we had um a lot of different people move into the house across the road from us. And yes, we lived in the country, but this house was the closest to us, and uh, there was one one family in particular who we hated living next to, and we called him the junk man. (laughs) He was... Was I think and no, he I think he just did like uh, he just took anybody's junk. There was always broken down cars and just like scrap metal all over the place. And I think because that was, you know, maybe part of the way he made his income. But the place just looked like a mess all of the time. And his garbage would fly across the road into our property. And it got to the point that it was so bad that my mom was like, you got to do something about this. And he sent his young children over to come over and pick up all of this garbage that was caught in our bushes like they could not have moved out sooner my mom was losing her mind
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean no surprise a lot of people are saying that a lot of the things that irk them is you know when people don't take care of their own property around yeah. them. so like if you spend all this money on lawn care and like uh, this example here you know reseeding your lawn that we know you know with the soil and the seed costs like lots of money and mm-hmm. you know getting rid of the dandelions and all that stuff but your neighbors allowed your kid, their kids to just run through your newly planted seed on your lawn (laughs) or they just grow two foot high dandelions that it keep reseeding yours that you're trying to get rid of like things like that are, are not fun it's like a daily battle
1: there's also, the uh, it's come up on our Twitter, somebody said, you know, the overly friendly neighbors, the people who always want to talk to you every single time you step out of your house. It's like, no, i got no, places not, to be!
2: Not on my street. <laughs>
1: Things to do! So, yeah, continue to let us know what your, um, you know, the people that you don't want to live next to are. You can let mm-hmm. us know. Give us a call 750-1100. You can also text it in at 10-030. Yeah. You know,
0: I'm reading through some of these stories, and there's fully Though, like times in my life, and I maybe not now because I am a good person now, but <laughs> yeah. that I was not the best neighbor. And I have to say that I would not have wanted
1: to live beside me. And I'll tell you really? why. Really? Yes.
2: Yeah. And I'm kind of the same. We'll tell you next.
1: Well, in our search for the people that you don't want to live next to, the bad neighbors, I think we've actually found uh, who might be the best person to live next to. We'll get to that, but uh, it's time for you two to fess up. I mean...
2: (laughs) All right. (laughs)
1: God. why were, are you the people that nobody wants to live next to uh
2: because I have great kids that's the disclaimer I love them both Mateo and Isabella but sometimes I go in the backyard and these two are yipping yapping at each other and I yell <laughs> I <laughs> yell to the top of my lungs I'm sure people have heard me uh, yelling and mm-hmm. I have I don't care I'm a I'm a parent first uh, radio person second and and when they're doing stupid stuff in the backyard I'll call them uh, I'll call them out on it
0: that's why that. you never open your windows. Yes, that is exactly why we never have the windows open. It's going through the windows too. <laughs> okay, so that's you now. But in my defense, when I was a really bad neighbor, it was way 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 long ago when I was younger and I'm much better now. Yeah. So I fully know that we were those nightmare neighbors at one point and it was, we were in our early twenties and we were all going to like still finishing college. We were still um, working in the bars and the restaurant industry, putting ourselves through said college and we had no business living here, but we, uh, me and four girlfriends um, rented a home in bell's corners but like in a subdivision yeah. so we're not talking like student housing we're not talking campus housing we're not talking you know like downtown life yeah. Why we're talking would you
1: want to live there as a bunch of college students or university because students?
0: it was close to college yeah. and it was close to work we could walk to east side worked. Oh. We perfect it was right down the road so you could stumble we lived... home in, a, in an established subdivision in those parts, <laughs> Beautiful cul-de-sac neighborhood. And, I mean, God bless them. Our neighbors were really patient and really good to us and lovely to us. But I fully know we were nightmare neighbors because five girls living in a house. We never cut the lawn very much. Oh, God. We, uh, for some reason, had a dog because my friend thought it would be a great idea to get me one for my birthday. And that dog was always running around. We barely picked up the poo. <laughs> Um, we were coming and going at all hours with like, whether it was, you know, college, then working till like two o'clock in the bar, closing the place, then coming home and having friends back from the bar. There was always friends, cars parked in the middle of the cul-de-sac. Like we were a complete nightmare. (laughs) And I, if they are listening right now, apologize to anyone (laughs) who knows what I'm talking about and lived in that cul-de-sac. Again, they were very lovely to us, but I know that we were crap neighbors. Wow. We are the type of people you do not want in your quiet little subdivision.
2: And you live in a cul-de-sac now. Imagine if that happened to you now.
0: Exactly. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, if I got, like, if like five girls moved into like a party house, like next door to me, yeah. I would lose my mind. Yeah. And I fully have so much remorse for that time in my life <laughs> and what we did to that poor neighborhood. Luckily, it was only a year, but still, that must have been a long year oh, for some yeah. people. <laughs> they were
1: very, They like threw a party when you guys moved
0: out. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure that I would have, honestly. I, I'm a great neighbor now. Like, I'm just going to put. I'm making it up, up for lost time. <laughs> I'm making up for lost <laughs> time. I love this text that we got to 10:03. Though you want to talk about the best kind of neighbors to have? They say that they moved out to the country. They live on forest lands, three sides around them, and in front of them, across the road now, is a cemetery. Nope. And they said these are the best neighbors <laughs> ever. <laughs> Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, at one point, the show 19 Kids and Counting on TLC was one of their top shows. Of course, everybody following the Duggar family could not believe they had that many kids and how they all lived together and worked together as a family. And, of course, all the spinoff shows that came off of it. Well, yesterday, a huge fall from grace for their son, Josh Duggar. This has been going on for a long time. His um, court battle, he was convicted of child pornography and possession of and this has been going on for a while but he was convicted and sentenced yesterday to 12 and a half years in prison
2: yeah as he should Mm
0: -hmm. be i mean there are a lot of allegations that came out uh, from his own family years ago um Mm. his wife surprisingly has been standing by his side they have seven children of their own ranging in age from 12 to six months old disgusting scary knowing yeah. what he's done
1: S-
2: yeah
0: terrifying absolutely they are asking for 20 years so uh, the fact that he got 12 is at least something yeah. so Alanis Morissette is the latest homegrown legend to be inducted into the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame this is so well deserved and I mean mm-hmm. they say you know there are some albums that define a generation you think of them as the album of the 80s or the album of the 90s but They say few albums can transform a whole generation like Jagged Little Pill did Absolutely, and influence a whole generation. So if you look at, you know, this sort of trail that she blazed uh, amongst male dominated alternative rock categories in the 90s, like she has inspired a whole new generation of songwriters like Avril Lavigne, Pink, Serena Ryder, Beyonce, Olivia Rodrigo. They have all credited Alanis in the past for her influence on their own music careers. So this is long uh, overdue and well-deserved. She's going to join Brian Adams, who is only getting in now as well. What? Mm -hmm. What took (laughs) them so long? These are
1: some of our biggest
0: Canadian stars. (laughs) Yep, I know. So they're going to be inducted in September at uh, Massey Hall. Other inductees in our Canadian landscape, like Rush, Joni Mitchell, Leonard Cohen, Neil Young. Mm -hmm. So definitely in good company there. And that's What's Trending.
2: It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today on Word Wars?
1: We're playing with Lily and Amy this morning. Stu, you'll go first with Amy.
2: Good morning, Amy. Hi. Hi. I like your energy. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right, let's win this game. Awesome. Trust categories, Janelle?
1: Thanks to Lindsay from Barhaven for sending in our categories. This morning we have either clean
2: or dirty. Which do you like, Amy?
1: I'm gonna go with clean.
2: All right, things that are clean in three, two, one. Uh, your kids leave these in the sink and not the dishwasher. Dishes. Yes, and uh, you have a lot of this around your house, specifically on frames, the top of Dust. frames. Yes, and uh, uh, what's on what's on your body right now? Clothes. Uh, uh, beneath the clothes. My skin. Yes, and what's on top of your head? My hair. Yes, and what do you what do you have on? You just said it. Clothes. Yes, and you're taking a shower. You're going to use a bar of? Soap. Yes, and you're going to have a, uh, a broom to do what? Uh,
1: oh. Sleeping.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. after the buzzer.
1: And you also do not get dishes because you said dishwasher. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I had it.
2: Darn it. I had it. <laughs> so,
1: not a bad score still. You ended up with five. So, okay. So, uh, we'll just hang on the line and we'll see what happens. All
0: right. And we'll go to
1: Lily. Good morning. Hi. Good Hi.
0: It's a bit of a family affair today. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So we have dad and Lily on the line? And brother, Bass too. Okay. Okay, (laughs) Okay, then. All right. So our category, guys, is? Uh, We
1: are doing dirty.
0: Things that are dirty. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. When you put stuff in the washer, then the dryer, you're doing the? Wash what's it called laundry yes after you go to the bathroom you wash your hands yes you put these on your feet to go walking shoes you put these on your feet before you put on your shoes socks yes this comes out of your taps water you put this at the curb because you want to get rid of it it's all your garbage yes and you stomp around in these (sighs) brown Oh! Doesn't did we get it? You guys did. We got it! Oh. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> got them by one. Yeah. Good job, family.
2: She was good, Lily. Nice job.
0: Thank Very you. good. <laughs> to all three. Good a little job. Little help oh. In the background. Yes, I yeah. that's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, tell the whole fam jam what they won today. Well, you guys got some movie passes. You're off to Landmark Cinemas. Check out a new movie. You got Thank passes you. and treats for two. <laughs> Enjoy guys. Good job. Thank
0: you.
2: Thank you. Stud man's Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's move 100. We say good morning to Chris who's trying to win her way to Brian Adams on October 7th. We're beating the box office. Good morning. Hi. Are you a big Brian Adams fan? I am. And you have no problem singing along?
1: Uh, I I don't. Everyone else
0: might, but I don't. <laughs> 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 Probably not anything anyone wants to hear first thing in the morning, but uh, yeah.
1: Oh, all right. you're gonna rock it, okay? We will see. <laughs> all right. All right.
0: The Brian Adams song of the day. As always, we're gonna play a bit of it and stop it and then you're gonna continue. Okay.
1: Here it is. Yeah. That
0: you'd be letting go. Cause it cuts like a knife. Yes. Yes. Yes, way? <laughs> yes, yes. No. Okay. That's it feels perfect. All
1: right. <laughs> So, awesome. Congratulations, Krista. You're going to go see Brian Adams October the 7th. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you can belt oh, it out there. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we're going to continue to give away more tickets. We've got our final beat-the-box office tickets uh, tomorrow morning around this time.
0: Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100.
1: What's trending? Everybody's talking about
0: Ellen today. This is the day it all wraps up. This is the very last episode today of the Ellen DeGeneres show. So, of course, it is pre-taped. She's been talking about the emotional lead-up to the last show, which will feature Jennifer Aniston, who was her guest on the very first uh, episode of the show ever. So it's totally come full circle. 3,000 episodes later, she calls it quits today. Mm -hmm.
2: And she held the uh, queen of daytime for a long time after Oprah... uh, wrapped it up she kind of took that over for a while
0: yeah, and she's taking Oprah's advice, she said, which uh, she told her, just take some time to sit and reflect beside, you know, before you decide what you're going to do next. So she says she's going to do that. We'll see. <laughs> so Kaylee Cuoco knows a thing or two about doing shows in front of a live audience. She had 12 seasons taping the biggest show on TV at the time, The Big Bang Theory, and now she's on a show called The Flight Attendant, lots of other projects in the works. So she was on The Late Late Show with James Corden, and he was talking to her about this rumor that her dad had attended every single one of those Big Bang tapings in person and in fact she confirmed that is true.
2: 12 seasons you starred in the biggest television show <laughs> in the world the Big Bang Theory <laughs> Thank you. you shot I think I'm right in thinking you shot 279 episodes yes. of the Big Bang Theory and is this true your dad Never missed a single taping.
0: Yeah. Wow. I know. That's incredible. I know. It's so incredible. It, it is true. So we had a live studio audience, obviously, and he had a director's chair with his name on it that had the, the big bank there, all his stuff on it. And it sat at the top of the audience and he never sat in it. He always stood. And every night for curtain and bows and for intros, he was, oh, it's going to make me cry. He would be at the top and he would give me a thumbs up. And all the crew and cast started to know. I mean, they knew my dad so well, and so it was a thing when we would come out. They would all give my dad a thumbs up, and like the whole whole audience ended up doing it. It was like a weekly thing. Yeah, and it was just very special for all of us.
1: Oh, how lovely (laughs) is that? Crazy. That's. Are you doing all the feels now? Like,
2: I'm actually crying.
0: (laughs) She's like, I I don't even know if I would have known how to do an episode without looking up and seeing my dad Mm -hmm. there watching. Like, how cute is that? Yeah, it's so awesome. The things you don't know behind the scenes, right? And uh, Drake, it seems, was in a festive mood over the weekend, hitting up Montreal. He just dropped in casually on a baby shower at the (laughs) Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Okay. (laughs) Or sorry, a bridal shower, not a baby shower. Uh, So yeah, these girls are all just celebrating in walks Drake, taking photos with each and every one of them. Could you imagine? How cool. Like these wedding drop-ins, these Mm. shower drop-ins, these celebrities are pretty cool at doing that. Um and then yeah then he was just casually walking around montreal as people were like oh my god it's drake and any single person who asked to take a photo he took a photo with
1: wow that's cool
0: yeah up and down crescent street at the bars on the road he was just taking photos with them like not like a huge security detail or anything just like wandering around montreal Hmm. very cool and that's what's coming. i got the feels
2: it feels good.
0: It's a feel good moment to kick off your work day. Angie's
2: all the feels
0: on move 100. So this story is a bit of an update on an all the field story we had talked about just a couple of months ago about Hannah Rayleigh who ever since she was little wanted an older sibling and deep down she kind of felt like she always had one but it wasn't until she did a DNA test that she learned that those suspicions were actually true she had a match on the DNA site telling her she had a sister so what's crazy is that years earlier, her older sister, Lemia had done a DNA test. But at the time, it showed she had no matches. But now that Hannah herself had done one, they matched. Ah. Oh, wow. So as it turns out, both girls from China were born different years, but to the same mother who put them both up for adoption. And the two adopted sisters found different homes in different cities. So one was adopted by a family in Chicago. And then a couple years later, the other one was adopted by a family in Montreal. So once Hannah found the information for her sister, she worked up the courage to send her a, a message. And she said it was like the first sentence was like, Hi, apparently we're like biological sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and Lamia read the message and she was in shock. She just like, couldn't even believe it, didn't know how to respond. Um, but since then, they have forged this relationship over video chats, discovered a number of things they have in common. But what's very cool is that, one, was they were both invited to Good Morning America yesterday. So yesterday oh. morning... Uh, They were on the show and they both walked out on stage when this was their first time meeting in person for, you know, like the hugs and the whole thing and like just remarking how much they looked alike, comparing their heights in person and the whole thing. So now Hannah is planning to visit Lemia in Montreal next month and they're going to get matching tattoos and they have this whole like great sister relationship now. But it's so cool to see like the two of them and as they meet and they're speaking And, like, one having a very thick sort of U.S.-Chicago accent. and then And then the other one being from Montreal, a very thick French accent. (laughs) But they look so much alike, both from China. Like, just very, very cool to see how that all came full circle for the two of them. Very cool that Uh, they're, like, this technology that we have now.
1: Bringing people together, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, this ancestry and the DNA sites and everything else. Very cool. And that's all the feels on Move 100.